Hey, what's going on? You are listening. Keeping it all in. Nope. <laughs> Not in a show with a guest. Okay, I'm right. ready. Hey, what's going <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Did you just cough on me? Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Puddle Plug Podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. And me, Justin G. Myself, Justin Briner. And me, Sarah M. The gang is back together, and I'm so excited for tonight, guys. Celebrating in, in <laughs> celebrating with fireworks. Yes, um, that's right. And in true pull the plug fashion, bringing on somebody who's uh, infinitely more talented than either of us. Yeah, I mean that's why we brought Briner and Sarah into the fold. Mm-hmm. That we needed to bring talent to this show, and now that we've dragged them down to our level, kicking and screaming, uh, right. musicians are coming back it's to true. spend time with us, Look and it's just delightful. Yeah, Thank we God. are we're we're so super jazzed uh, to be welcoming uh, Sean Bertram to the show this yes. evening. So jazzed for that. Yeah. So it's going to be a whole evening of Sean, but also the regular stupid shit that you're used to from this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We feel this weird need. I, th- I, I don't know. I feel this need, guys, that when we have a guest on who maybe doesn't listen all the time, which good on them. I don't you blame shouldn't. them. Yeah. No. Um, you shouldn't. Yeah. You, you kind of have, I like, I kind of have to adjust the topics a little bit. Be like, oh. uh, I probably shouldn't talk about that anal fissure thing that happened or whatever it is. <laughs> like she experienced last week. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or they're raping no, dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we, don't to, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk Nothing. about come gargling nuns. Like none of that stuff. <laughs> oh, we need to keep it nice. Nuns. We we need to class this PG. shit up when we uh, invite guests <laughs> over. Exactly. Oh, wow. Yeah. We don't want to yeah. scare them. So <laughs> Sean, no, they're scared now. You're they're in scared. for a treat. <laughs> yeah, they're scared. <laughs> ready. Holy. So uh, if you're a fan of Sean Bertram's, welcome to Pull the Plug. This is the nonsense you can expect. Um, Real quickly, before we get into the rest of the show, um, have you guys ever walked into a bookstore and had the sudden urge to poop? (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't like vividly remember this experience, but I can't deny that it's happened. Interesting. Um, Because according to BuzzFeed, if you have experienced this, you aren't alone. Uh, there's a name for this uh, apparently very common occurrence, and it's called the Mariko Aoki phenomenon. <laughs> and the name comes from a woman who mentioned it in a magazine article way back in 1985. Wow, but it quickly spiked into a TikTok trend when many users raced to the comments to say, wait, me too, me too, and also why? Which I think mm. is probably the more important mm. question. Why does this, this happen? Why is that? I don't understand. Yeah. So to get to the bottom of, of this weirdness, uh, BuzzFeed yeah. spoke to nurse Susan Wong, who has over 20 years of experience in pelvic floor problems and has helped patients diagnosed with conditions that affect the anus and the rectum. That's uh, her job. What a, yeah. Wow, what a job shitty. description. Thank God yeah. for her. Uh, she's quoted saying in the colorectal world where I spent most of my time at the University of California, uh, could be related to the person finally slowing down. For instance, sitting to read a book or perhaps the sitting position on the chair, this could stimulate stimulate someone to feel as if they need to defecate. The calming environment probably was helpful too, along with the possibility of having some other triggers like having a cup of tea or coffee before going into the bookstore or yes. during their visit to the bookstore. Yep, that makes sense. 
And Nurse Wong also agreed with uh, uh, Dr. Samir's finding in the Men's Health article uh, that we'll link in the show notes about this same phenomenon. Uh, In it, Dr. Samir Islam, uh, who's a Texas-based gastroenterologist, stated, In a library or bookstore specifically, what's likely happening is the effect arises from feelings of nervous tension in the face of all the information represented on the bookshelves. This has more scientific support and evidence at least, but we really have no idea. The mere position of sitting, bending forward to read a book could have also stimulated and simulated the perfect setting to take a shit, (laughs) essentially. Wow. That is bizarre. That's interesting. I mean, I can get it. I mean, yeah, like, you know, reading all the the, now the times and all these things could be quite um, nerve wracking to some and thus make them feel they have to shit their pants. See, I'd probably walk into the bookstore and see like a whole bunch of like chicken soup for the soul and be like, I got to have a shit. Do you know what I mean? Like like back in the day, that was like the toilet read you would do before cell phones. That's right. It's so true. Yeah, I got a shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, thanks for clarifying. Hey, I mean, I'm here. Yeah. Look, if it's we're probably coffee, else. though, let's get real. It's yeah. probably the coffee. I every time I go into like a, oh, uh, yeah. a, a, a yeah, chapters or anything, go, I'm grabbing a coffee. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Of course you are. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think this uh, officially makes us a science podcast, right? I think so. I think we can guys, yeah. Are we scientists, guys? Are we scientists now? Science and Probably shitty not. comedy. Yeah. How are right. you? Uh, once again, uh, welcome, Sean Bertram fans. Um, coming up on tonight's <laughs> show, we do have Sean Bertram coming up in just a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, new music that he's got coming out. Um, and just kind of get to know the man, you know, deep down, personal. Probably not that personal, but we're really excited to chat with him. Yeah. It'll be awesome. Absolutely. Uh, Mike Hawkins is returning with another edition of Weird Whoa. Angry Michael Angry Hawkins. Two oh, that's weeks exciting. in a row? Two shows in a row. So that's angry. So angry. Wow. Having a so kid will do that to you. We've got a recurring feature, Sucks to Suck. Sucks and, to Suck. Oh, thank you. And on top of all of that, <laughs> yes. Ranker a Tanker, it's a bucket guest to get it right or something. <laughs> that's right. I think I that's, think how that's it goes. the same. Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Sounds good. So we've got all of that, plus some uh, fantastic acoustic music coming away tonight here on Pull the Plug, mostly provided by the one and only Sean Bertram, again, coming up later on in the show. Yep. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show, um, know more about Pull the Plug, save day with everything Pull the Plug related over at the website. P2Bpodcast.com. Boom. What's the first song of the evening there, sir? We're going to do uh, one by Sarah Bernardo here. This one's called Just So You Know here on PTP. Check it out. You don't have to be alone right now I know you're tired We don't even have to talk it out I know you're scared You never know how this would all play out It's hard to say out loud But you don't have to be alone right now Just know I'm here Trying to think of all the memories And all those lessons Everything you ever taught to me I'm all and shared Special love that I will surely keep I'll always be your baby You're the reason 
Now it's time for this week's We're Really Angry. We're Really Angry! I have gone through a major life change this year. I can't believe I'm saying this. I've become a father. Not a priest. Don't confuse that. I'm a father with a kid. Not a father that does a kid. (laughs) And that's what's making me angry this week. I'm so honored to become a father, which I recently learned is a lifelong role. I thought it lasted as long as a housefly. I was wrong. When we sat down to decide if we want to have kids or not, I said, I want to do this for the right reasons. And if it means getting more Instagram likes, let's do it. We want more likes, we want more shares, and it's amazing what the female body goes through for more social media content. When we saw that face, we knew right away this is going to get online reactions. We did the right thing. And if the worst happens and we get below 25 likes, we can look into adoption. <laughs> I tried to prepare for being a dad. It was, it was just like preparing for a test in high school. I would go over my notes in my head, all the little things like Tide Pods are not candy, leave a window open in a hot car, don't do blow off a baby. I like to work backwards. That's how I solve problems. I was there for the birth. It just happened, I had nothing going on that day. My wife's like, it's happening, today's the day. I'm like, wow, really? I have nothing going on. I'm so glad it worked out this way. I went into the birth thinking, I'm not gonna watch. I'm squeamish, I'm not gonna, I'm just gonna hang out 
at the top of the bed. And then the midwife was like, we need someone to hold my wife's leg. Any volunteers? I was the only one not doing anything. So I made my way down yonder. Picture someone being called down as the next contestant on The Price is Right, but the opposite. It was just like the change room at the swimming pool. I said to myself, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. Okay, just a glance. Then I was transfixed. Would you look at that? The midwife was explaining things, pointing stuff out. I felt like it was on the Antiques Roadshow. This flap here is called the lavia. If you look here, there's a secret compartment around the back. During Victorian times, they'd use it to smuggle coins and jewelry. It has a beautiful finish. Look at this line here, so intricate. Then nothing happened. We were all staring. I thought, this is the longest I ever stared at a vagina in my life without getting slapped. <laughs> it was so hypnotic, just a vagina buffering. You know, I offered, try reloading it. You know, that helps sometimes. Or try turning it off and turning it back on again. It felt so long, I thought, one of those Netflix notifications would pop up, are you still watching? <laughs> then all of a sudden, you could see the top of the baby's head through the hole, this little opening. It reminded me of, you know when a guest arrives at your door and you look at them through the peephole? It was the same exact view. That's Mother Nature's way of saying to the father, take a peek, make sure it's the same race as you. As if it's black, I'm not answering. <laughs> Just like at my door. Then all of a sudden, she's here, this beautiful baby girl, this miracle of life. I didn't feel worthy. I felt like any second, it would be over. Someone would take her away from me, and someone would come in and say, hey, we found a homophobic tweet from 2011. You can't be the father. You have to step down, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'll never forget holding her for the first time, this new, precious human. I was overcome with joy, rocking her back and forth. I just started singing the song that I felt was appropriate. Welcome to the jungle, it gets worse here every day. You know where you are, you're in the jungle, you're gonna die. I'm always bad at ruining the ending of things. You're gonna die one day, your skin is gonna sag, you're gonna drool, and then it's over. Spoiler alert. It's hard on the women. My wife found breastfeeding the hardest the first week after we started dating. Then once she had the baby, she was used to it. But it was rough there in the beginning. <laughs> you know, that first week, everything was new. The first car ride, the first bath, the first time we left the baby home alone. And then she made a playlist. Some songs are appropriate. She made a playlist for the birthing. Some songs are appropriate, and some don't work at all. Like she wanted the Black Eyed Peas, let's get it started. But the original version came up, let's get retarded in here. No, that doesn't work. And that's what's making me angry this week.
What a perfect pair we make You make me smile And I just make mistakes And I love to take the blame And I love to say I'm sorry but I ain't no, I ain't Cause I've been doing everything for you, baby And you only think about me When you want to And do you ever want to Every time I tell you that I love you all I'm hearing is an echo An echo all your words are empty and I might as well be talking to myself, no But I can't let you go Cause I need your I should leave and You should tell the truth should but you can't stop misleading me and I can't stop believing you no no I'm wrapped around your finger oh so carefully knotted up from all the times you said you cared for ever care for me every time I tell you that I love you all I'm hearing is an echo an echo an echo all your words are empty and I might as well be talking to myself no but I can't let you go cause I need your I holding on trying to stay the same why don't I just get gone I'm going insane is it bad to think that things could ever change every time I tell you that I love you all I'm hearing is an echo an echo An echo, an echo, all your words are empty I might as well be talking to myself, no But I can't let you go, cause I need your Hey, Sean, welcome to Pull the Plug, a uh, singer-songwriter from the region, uh, graduate of the prestigious Humber College Bachelor of Music program, and an artist who has been compared to the likes of John Mayer. Is Very that good? Very nice. Wow. Is that good? 
Um, that's that's quite a nod for someone so early in their career. Yeah, I'm, I mean, yeah, there's a lot a lot worse people to be compared to. That's for sure. That's um, right. But mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I do get a lot. I do get it a lot, and I think it's pretty cool because he's kind of my biggest influence. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you can tell. That's can awesome. Tell. That's yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, this week is a bit of a big one for you. Your new self-titled album is out this Friday, September 17th. Tell us a little bit about the album and how it feels to finally have it coming out. Oh my God, I'm ecstatic. It's been, I think, over almost almost two years in the making now, I guess. Wow. Because um, I we started it back in the very beginning of 2020. Um, got a few recordings back while I was at school because we had the studio, recorded some drums. Um, and then pandemic hit and I was like, I still want to make an album, but I just kind of have everything I have in my bedroom. <laughs> um, so I, nice. I spent the year learning how to mix and produce from my bedroom and seeing what I could do. And, um, and I had a lot of fun um, learning how to get my favorite sounds. And I'm, I'm just super excited with how it all came together and I'm excited to share it. That's yeah. exciting. That's awesome. Like you hear, yeah. like, especially in the past, like, I don't know, year, year and a half, I guess it's been left so many artists like putting things, having to put things on hold and just being like, we're just not gonna be able to do this right now. But yeah. you kind of, you pivoted and, and you're like, well, I'm going to learn something new and, and see how this goes. Um, what, what, what was that like? And, and how, how's like the promotional plan kind of changed because of, because of that? Oh, I mean, what well, it was, it's, it's kind of cool because when I started, um, since, nobody was doing anything and nothing was kind of moving forward. I had all the time in the world. Like I, I had no deadlines. I had no pressures, no expectations. So I was like, I just, I can just do what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, which made the album really fun. And it made it kind of easy to plan because there was nothing to plan. <laughs> that's, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and it's, it is weird not being able to do shows quite yet and not being able to plan anything. Um, but it's, it's still fun just to be able to get music out and, do interviews like this because it's cool that we can do everything online because now I can, you know, have interviews with people in, uh, in Winnipeg or in the States or, you know, in England, it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of cool that way. Yeah. It like opens up this opens up connections in some way as well. Absolutely. Pre pandemic, we weren't doing this as much. Yeah. No, so true. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's opened us, uh, kind of, you have more open, uh, open channels to be like, I'm going to talk to these people that I wouldn't have had the chance to talk to yeah, previously totally. because now I Definitely. can do it on anybody's schedule. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned no, no live shows, obviously right now stuff is kind of, we're very, very slowly <laughs> starting to see potentially some stuff starting to open up a little bit. Is there mm-hmm. any even kind of rumblings or talks of, of some live shows uh, going forward, even the next few months to, to try to help support the release and kind of get the word out there? Um, Hopefully I've got some, I've got my ear to the ground, um, talking with a few people uh, kind of around here in the GTA, just seeing what is possible and what's safe and what, and how things can work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who have, um, who planned a bunch of shows and who even planned tours. And then within a week, it's all kind of falling apart because, um, new restrictions open up or like one of their band members tests positive for COVID. It's like, oh, so man, yeah. everything's, yeah, everything's super up in the air, but I mean, I, um, I mean, I have like, I'm playing like a patio this Saturday at like a, at like a bar. And that's like my first show in maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's and that's still so exciting. That's huge. Totally. Yeah. Like yeah. It's just, just kind of like a bar gig of just playing on a patio. But it's like, I'm so excited. And I'm kind of yeah. nervous too because I haven't played for people in <laughs> like real live people in forever. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the beauty of like, yes, we're able to do interviews like this online. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of people focus on those live audiences. And now you're... 
you're just sort of uh, forced into preparing for those audiences elsewhere, which is kind of a cool idea. Yeah, it is cool. And it's, it's, I mean, um, the time change is kind of cool when you do things online. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sometimes you can do things at like midnight and then you'll still get a bunch of people who are like, I, I'm so bad with time changes, but whoever's at West, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So they'd be like three hours behind us. Yeah. yeah. So stuff yeah. like that. Like I said, it kind of opens things up that way. Um, at least that's the upside <laughs> to some of this. Yeah, right on. We'll, you got, we'll you take find the positive, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. So listening, uh, to your music and, and to these upcoming tracks, there's a lot of just like depth to your sound, I feel like, and, and with the mixes in the tracks. Um, what instruments do you yourself play um, and how hands-on were you in the mixing of the album? Well, well, I'm really happy you said that because I've worked really hard in trying to bring depth to that and, mm-hmm. and some layers. Um, I had a, I mean, so because I kind of just had me in my room, I was able to produce and mix all of it kind of myself. Wow. Which was a lot of fun. And I'd never done anything this scale before um, in that capacity. Um, so I played I played all the guitars, um, all the lead vocals, and most of the background vocals. I had a few friends kind of um, collaborating remotely with me. Um, and I played a bunch of the bass, um, played a bunch of percussion and uh, some synth stuff and piano and just like some MIDI instruments. Like you'll hear like some, some fake cello that I think sounds pretty real. Um, <laughs> but so yeah I, I, I had a big hand in a lot of it and the first so the first song the last song on the album I played everything except the drums oh, oh wow that was so someone incredible. might say that you are skilled <laughs> yeah something like that who's to say if they say that's, that's <laughs> very very impressive to have that kind of diversity in your talents is unbelievable I really appreciate it yeah and I, and I have fun too because I um I like doing different things because I get bored if I just do one thing forever. So it's nice to be able to like, I mean, I've played a bunch of guitars, so maybe let's do some cello or let's do some synth yeah. or something like that. So it's fun to be well, able to do that. And it kind of sounds like being confined to your space actually gave you a lot of freedom with this album, which is really yeah, cool. It's really fun. It's, it's kind of ironic that way. Um, and because, yeah, because I, like I said, I had no pressures or expectations. I could just take a bunch of risks and do whatever I wanted and be like, oh, this will sound cool. How do I make that sound? And then just yeah. find a way to do it. That's so fun. That's awesome. It's I, I wonder, I, I'd imagine there's a lot of people right now who like very much like yourself who are like making music and they're kind of doing essentially all of it themselves. Mm-hmm. And like Shannon said, yeah, kind of being, for lack of a better term, kind of pigeonholed, you're kind of forced to like, well, let's see, maybe I can just do this. And you're forced to like kind of learn a new skill and a, and a new trade and Absolutely. you're all the better for it. So mm-hmm. again, it's finding that positive line to what's yeah. usually a terrible thing. <laughs> um, you, you've got a really in, incredible, like kind of pop sound to, to your music, but I, I it was like the first thing I said, I, I think Shannon, when we started listening to, to the music was I hear like soulful jazzy notes in there. Oh, like nice. I can imagine like kind of sitting in like a little coffee club. So yeah, kind of like, I got like, that vibe. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I, I did. I definitely did pull some stuff from, um, well, like '70s kind of soul and funk. Yeah, Tried to get on. Yeah, a little bit of vintage stuff. So, love that. That's solid. Um, who had you been kind of listening to, like leading into the making of the album, and, and what are some of your major influences? Uh, I know you said John Mayer already. I mean, John Mayer's always top of the list. I mean, um, just in terms of like sensibility and production and songwriting, he was kind of the reason I got started in songwriting in the first place. Um, but then there are people like Prince, who it's like. 
the energy that he brings in his recordings and his playing and his singing. It's like, that's always something that you want to try and emulate. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll never be close to that, but that's, that's always a big influence. Um, and then more recently, some, some like Canadian folk singers like Donovan Woods um, or Gordy nice. Sampson or Bahamas. Absolutely. Um, and, Very uh, nice. And yeah. And, and then some other, um, I mean, I always try and draw from like every little tiny place, um, like people like D'Angelo or Mac Ayers. Um, try to get some like, neo soul R and B vibes in there. Yeah, you can definitely hear it. I think, uh, yeah, pulling on those different influencers, like I don't know, it just it makes a very diverse sound for you in a world that, um, yeah, you think pop, you have a very clear idea of what you think that would be, and yeah. I think yeah, your your sound deviates from that a, a little bit, which is a lot of fun. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's so weird. I think more and more genres are kind of not really a thing <laughs> yeah so you, so you do a pop record and it's like wait a second this sounds like country music or it sounds like you know old jazz and it's like mm-hmm. i mean it technically is pop but like everything has everything in it nowadays yeah um your first album the right place came out in 2018 is that right yeah, yeah. um how do you feel that you've changed as an artist or changed your sound since that initial release I feel like how have how haven't I changed really? <laughs> it's so weird. Three years feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, but I think I've definitely grown so much as like a person and as a lyricist and as a musician. Because um, like I feel like I've gotten I feel like I've gotten a lot older <laughs> in three years. <laughs> um, a lot of, we all have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This has been a rough. I feel like I've aged like fifty in just one year. You know? Yeah. It's been a rough uh, year and a half <laughs> for everybody for sure. But um, I guess I guess being an artist and being a creator sometimes the the emotional disparity <laughs> yeah um so having having you know more personal and vulnerable experiences i think it really helps feel the music because now mm-hmm. when i'm writing and the songs that i wrote for this come from a much more personal place than than the stuff i wrote um, for the right place mm-hmm. i like to think it's a little more a little more real and that comes through in the music nice i love that um, have there been any sort of major career standout moments or highlights along your journey so far? Um, well, I mean, recently it's like, it's the weirdest thing, but, um, I kind of got TikTok famous a little bit. <laughs> nice. Whoa. I love that. I love About, that. That's cool. Three months ago. It was the first TikTok I ever posted. Um, Oh, so you just stumbled into success? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I'm really happy for you. But it was kind of perfect timing because now the album's going to be out and people are going to listen to it. Um, but yeah, so one day I, I'd, I'd been on TikTok for like a year and I'm like, oh, it'd be so much fun to post because like, it just looks so stupid. Yeah. And one day I woke up after hearing it, hearing a song in, in a dream about like muffins. Like it was literally a muffin song. I woke up, recorded yes. a video of it, sent it to my friend. They're like, that's hilarious. You post that. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll do it. I posted it, and then within a week, it had like two and a half million views. What? Wow! And this song is actually hilarious. Like yeah, it's so yeah. good. <laughs> That's so funny. I'm gonna have to check that. Yeah. Out. yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm still getting messages about it, and then so then because so many people loved it, I released it on Spotify, and now it's almost at I think 500,000 streams on Spotify. Unbelievable. <laughs> If that'll get people to uh, listen to my music, it was funny. I was talking to my friend about this, about how I'm like, God, oh, it feels weird to have like this other song, but they're like, you know, that's like, that's the guy outside Subway who's spinning the sign. Is that, yeah. that song is a sign spinner and they go inside and they're like, oh, no way. They have subs here too. <laughs> such a good analogy. Wow. It's so good. 
Oh my god, it's so great because when we've asked that question in the past, people are like, "Oh, I got to play this festival, or I got to record mm-hmm. with this this producer." And you're like, "TikTok, it's <laughs> muffins." It, it's it's grown my career more than I thought I could be able to do in one night, you know. <laughs> and, and so awesome. That's how it seems to happen. And like you said, I mean, if that's what's going to bring people to to the real you and the the authentic music that that you're putting out, that I mean. It's nothing but good stuff. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> Amazing. So before we sign off with you here, um, you get to invite three musicians into the studio with you, dead or alive. Ooh, that's a strong stipulation. Okay. Who do you strong. invite to work with you? Okay, first <laughs> off, Pina Palladino on bass. Okay. Nobody better, nobody greater. Um, Maceo Parker on saxophone. And Prince. I love it. Damn. I feel like someone has asked you that question before. Yeah. That was real, like, hot. Yeah, I but I was just, I don't know how, I'm usually never prepared for things like that. I'm so bad at choosing favorites of things, but I just like, yeah. I or like it's a like, like recurring dream for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you have this yeah, in your like, dreams. I'd love to be, in, yeah, I'd love to be in the studio with those guys. Yeah, no, great answers and fast, like without question. Yeah, that was impressive. Those were your people. I love it so much. Um, so the new album, uh, Sean Bertram, nice self-titled there, is available this Friday, September 17th on Spotify and iTunes. And you can find everything Sean at SeanBertramMusic.com. Anything else you want to say before we let you go? Um, I don't know. Go have fun. Be good. <laughs> Be good. I Be love good. That. Genuine. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> love it so much thank you again sean this is awesome thanks so much for having me every day i wake up wait wondering how long it'll take my heart's across the finish line and i'd love to say i'm patient but with every single race my heart keeps getting left behind I've been hearing rumors that first is worst and second's best And third's just barely breaking through And all my friends, they won't stop telling me That nice guys finish last So what the hell am I supposed to do? What the hell am I supposed to do? Guess I got nothing to prove when I'm always finishing in fourth place. And there ain't no medals round my neck. I'm always finishing in fourth place. Whoa, fourth place. Again and again. Don't confuse my motivations with the need to be the best. Baby, I'm just trying to catch your eye. But with all this concentration, seems it's never quite enough to do any more than qualify. And do I even qualify? It doesn't matter much if I'm always finishing in fourth place. And there ain't no medals round my neck. I'm always finishing in fourth place Whoa, fourth place Again and again Gold, silver, bronze Just one step behind 
follow every time I could be wrong But I'll never win your heart I'm too consistent from the start Maybe there's a chance that you could love me Only if I'm always finishing in fourth place There ain't no medals round my neck I'm always finishing in fourth place Whoa, fourth place, yeah And again, yeah I'm always finishing in fourth place There ain't no medals round my neck I'm always finishing in fourth place Whoa, fourth place Again and again, yeah Whoa, fourth place Again and again Fourth place, that's Sean Bertram here on PTP Podcast. And, and uh, I'm about to get wow. fourth place. What? What does that mean? <laughs> oh, that in our means. new game. There's not oh. even four players in this game. No, I know. And that's why <laughs> it's funny because that's how bad I am. <laughs> Somehow okay. you still find a way to get fourth. <laughs> yeah. I'm impressed. Confused. Thank you. Justin, Justin Briner, who, partic- who does this does the quizzes still ranks higher than Shannon. <laughs> but, well, yeah, he's the quiz master, so he well, by I have default, all the answers. Though, it's so. number one every week. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Are you guys ready for this week? Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> Give her a go, mate. All right, this week on Ranker. Da, da, da. <laughs> the best video game systems of all time. Oh, ten. We, we got to be doing ten, right? There's ten? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I only know like three. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna venture out a bit and let's do fifteen. Why do you we do might, this we might be able to do fifteen? We can, oh come on now. No, you'll this know is easy. more than you think I you can. do. Okay. okay, well I won and last time. If you don't, time. then you, you suck. <laughs> yeah. So I'm Jeez, gonna go geez, first. Um this is an easy first one, Nintendo sure. sixty four. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be my first, but that's number ten on this wacky list. What? That's fucking bullshit, but oh. it's at least on the list. So. G, you're gonna get mad with this list. <laughs> Great. Um, this makes me happy though that you said Nintendo sixty four because I was like, How, you named Nintendo, you named Sega, like you know. Oh, sorry, but like I was like, hey, 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 hey no, but the fun. actual systems, like the fact that you specified, not, made sense to it's me. It's not now. top ten gaming companies. It's no, it's <laughs> straight <laughs> systems. We're, we um, gotta get specific. No, it's, just, it's sometimes you gotta clarify these things. And, yeah, I'm just gonna say I'm really happy I did not go first. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, well, we you can go, go second. second. Oh God, damn it! Every single fucking time is yeah, the direction. Same order. Happens. Same order. Uh, the Sega Genesis. Sega Genesis is number four on this list. You bitch. Fuck yeah. Well done. <laughs> you bitch. She's getting greasy. Wow. Just kidding. <laughs> Not really. Um. <laughs> Nintendo. Super Nintendo. The, the Nintendo Super Nintendo. It's not called that, but Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo, Nintendo Entertainment <laughs> Super, System. There it is. That one. That's number five on this list. Wow. The SNES. The SNES, the SNES yeah. Uh, well, I'll go uh, with the one prior. The NES. The Nintendo Entertainment System. That's number 13 on our list. Wow. Very well um, done. I don't know if there were any specific iterations of this, but but Atari. There were, there were, but yeah, 
Atari is just the company. The Atari number one. <laughs> the Atari number one, she says. No, eh? No, not in the top 15. Okay. I'm trying to see if I can even see it. Shannon just looks over at me disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it's not in there. All right. Hey, you know what? Hey, you can come back strong. It's only the first, first, well, your first message. Not, okay. not confident I can. No, but there's, yeah. there's one in here I'm... I might have to give you if you guess, guess it because it, it counts. In my opinion, it counts as two. Okay. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. 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 Cool. So you'll get two if you get what this is. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. Sarah. I'm I'm gonna keep it in the fam, in the fam, the OG fam, and go Nintendo GameCube. Mm. Oh, you know what? This is this is crushing to me. It's not even on the list. <laughs> I don't know. GameCube is is one of my favorite consoles of all time, Song. and it's yeah. sitting at number sixteen. Wow! Oh, just outside nonsense the list. list. That's that's a bunch. That's a bunch of bullshit. It that is probably bullshit. was my go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah. Gaming console yeah. forever. Yep. It was portable. It had a little handle. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a little box. Great feature. Uh, the uh, Nintendo Wii. Nintendo Wii is at 14 on this list. Okay, that is bullshit. I okay, agree. Okay, I, I gotta I gotta rejig my uh, my strategy here. Rejig yeah. it a bit because I, I see what's happening. I'm gonna go with the PS4. Yeah, smart. And you know what, Shannon? Mm. This one counts as two. <gasps> so we have the PlayStation 4 Pro at 11. Oh, which is 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 odd. That's a bit bullshitty. I just got a twofer. Yeah. You did. Um, but the number one slot is also PlayStation 4. Oh. Wow. Yep. That's awesome. I'll so, take it. Bonus wouldn't you think the pro model would be better? Uh, uh, yeah, but it's a lot more expensive. And I think a lot of people probably were just like, it's not, it, it wasn't as widely used. So not mm-hmm. a lot of other people have experience with it, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's the accessibility answer. factor. Mm-hmm. In, in none of my world would PS4 be number one. Just, just <laughs> saying. But no. hey, what do I know? I just work here. That's true. <laughs> All right, Sarah. All righty. I'm going to go with uh, Xbox 360. Oh, shit. Yes, of course. Yeah. Right. That is number 15 on the list. Forgot about just, Xbox. Just, <laughs> just in there. there. Just snuck in there. Nintendo Switch. No switch. Oh, I swear to Christ. That's number two. Yes, wow. it is. Really? Yeah. I wow. love my switch. I love it so much. It sounds like a lot of other people do too. Yeah. Love sounds your switch. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xbox One. Was that a thing? Yeah. It's definitely. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah. Are you talking about the first generation Xbox? No, no, no. Or the they, Xbox they called it the Xbox yes, One, yes, right? Okay. Yeah. It was big and black. I'm sorry. That's. That's number 19. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm not offended. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Um, a little bit. A little bit. I'm going to go with the PlayStation 2. PlayStation 2. PS2. PS2. Let me see here. That is number eight on this list. It's wow. the PS2. Wow. Uh, Game Boy. Oh. Ooh, you know what? I like where your head's at. It's probably not on there though. Now that I think it's, it's, it's probably not a console. Probably not considered a console. No, it's but number eighteen. Switches. It's number oh, okay. eighteen. I so. guess the switch also is docked, but anyway. Hmm. Dang. How about just the original 
PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation. That's funny. That's number three on this list. All right. I am fucking you are killing it, guys. You're doing right. Great. List. Holy great. shit. Um, God damn it. Um, well, this is where we draw blank, personally. Um, PlayStation 3, because there's a 4, so there must be a 3. You would think, right? That's I'm going to go with that logic. That's, that's sound logic. Yep. It's number 6 on the list. Yeah. Wow. Oh, right. Guys, yeah, we're doing pretty good on this list right here. This, this I'm good. impressed. I don't think anyone's got any wrong, have they? Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I got know. the OG Atari. Atari, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> still a valid one. guess, though. Like, still valid guess. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't... Um, oh, and Game, Game Boy was outside Boy, of the yeah. list. Um, I'll go just Xbox, like the first Xbox. That is number 12 on the list. Nice. It's just All Xbox. Right. Yes. Um, That's where the Xbox One thing I was oh, yeah. clar- See that? clarifying. Yeah. Yes, that makes do. sense. Yeah. Um, I had so one. what are we missing here, guys? Yeah. Uh, we're I missing think... number seven, nine... And that's it. <laughs> Seven wow. Nine. Okay. And was, is there the one that you said we wouldn't get still on this list? That you wouldn't get? Yeah. Um, the Number I seven think... is think outside of the box. Okay. okay. Um, number nine. I mean, I'm not going to give you too much too much of a hint. We're, we're, we're early on here. We can still kind of guess <gasps> like a You guys bit. are killing it. So yeah, we're doing not, great. I don't want to drop too much. What about the Nintendo Wii U? Wow! Right. You know what? I forgot about that system, but it's it's not in the top. Okay. Not in the top. At least it was a real product that I guess. Hey, you did get it, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not even in in here that I'm seeing. Nobody liked it. Oh, you know what? It's thirty-one on the list. There you go. Okay. All right. So. All right. Mm. I'm uh I'm gonna venture way out and say Pac-Man. Like just like the arcade. Oh yeah, the rollerball. Like like yeah, I'm gonna do arcade. Like an arcade right. game. That's right. Okay. That's my uh, guess. Hey, good, decent guess. That's all I got. It's not in the top fifteen. Damn. I appreciate the effort, though. Yep. Yeah, well. I'm going Sega Dreamcast. Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> I could not think of that name at all. Me neither. That's Me sitting neither. at number nine on the list. Yes, is the so Sega oh Dreamcast. Goddamn no. right. Um, what a flop! <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a piece of shit console! Oh, well, God. landed at number nine, so I don't know, guys. Bite your yeah. tongue a little bit. Nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I gotta throw in the towel. I don't know the names of any other consoles. Mm-mm, me neither, okay. man. Okay. Justin, do you what have if any, I told any... you it's not really? Well, it is, but it's not a console. Are we just kind of flying, but like just throw out guesses now? Dance okay? Dance Revolution. No. No, that's a PC. Game. <laughs> well, I don't know. It came with a whole fucking mat and shit. I don't know. <laughs> um, the Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> <laughs> remember that shit? No. Yes, I do remember that shit. Um, no one used that appropriately, right? No, you couldn't no. use it inappropriately. Tell, let me tell you. It's not. No, you it's couldn't not even happen. use it Speaking appropriately. From experience. It was just a terrible. <laughs> thing uh, um, a computer a computer yes like a Sarah, regular pc a computer that's number seven is no, a pc not. yeah that's what i said pc that's well, that's right. a bunch of 
that's a bunch. Of, like, I'm not arguing with Sarah, but that's a bunch of bullshit. That shouldn't. That's, that's not a console. Crazy. I no. Agree with you. And, that's why. I and the reason I say that is because there's always like the console versus PC gamer, of course, argument, which is dumb. Yep. So no, I completely weird. agree with you. But there is a lot of games for computers. So oh, why yeah, wouldn't no, 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 it be no. a console? Yeah. It's... Yeah. Not that. Not to. <laughs> it's just not like. Oh a no! Console, I don't know. though. Console is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a dedicated mm-hmm. device for gaming. Is it right. though? Because maybe some people buy a computer specifically only for gaming. Well, that's also true. Is it true. then only then a console? True. You do have gaming computers. That's true. That's but it, true. it can still join the internet, right? I mean, so can an Xbox though. So can an Xbox. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, where is the I was, line? I was going to say the Atari 2600 because that was the one that had Pong. That was like the little joystick. Mm, right. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, come on. You got to throw it on. It's not it, today's standard. It's obviously it's shit. But Atari's it's sitting at 33 on here. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Atari, Atari 26. Do you say 2600? I think, yeah, 2600, I think it was. Yeah, that's 39. Hmm. <laughs> okay. so. All right. Well, wow. hey, you know what, guys? Do we did we get them we all? We got. Let me just quickly double check this because I'm. Yeah, we got we got one through fifteen guys. Wow, well you guys got fifteen we just, I don't tonight. I think we've ever done that. Yeah, wow. yeah. Um, and this was. I, I, sorry, just before you go through oh, that, sure, yeah. Briner, can you just sort of recap what the fifteen were? I can. I can do that. Um, number fifteen is the Xbox 360. Uh, fourteen is the Wii. Thirteen is the NES. Uh, number 12 here is the Xbox, the first one. Uh, 11 is the PlayStation 4 Pro. Number 10 is N64. Number 9 is Sega Dreamcast. Number 8 is Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Number 8 is the PlayStation 2. Number 7 is the PC. 6 is the PS3. Number 5 is the SNES. Number 4 is the Sega Genesis. Number 3 is PlayStation, the first one. Uh, number two is Nintendo Switch, and number one is the PlayStation Four. Wow! Wow! Um, what would okay? What is your top? What was, is your top? I was going to ask you the same thing because I, th- I now correct me if I'm wrong, ladies, but I'm pretty sure like me and Brenner, I would say probably more gamers than the two of you. Though Sarah, you play a fair amount, right? Uh, no, no, no. I mean, okay. I can I, play some. Right. <laughs> I played a lot of GameCube in college. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was my Very jam. Fair. I think. Yeah. From, I think for me, it's kind of, it's tough because it's nostalgia. It's like the SNES or N64. Right. Yep. I think for amount of games I played, it's probably GameCube. Right. But I have such an affinity now for my, my switch because being, and I mean this wholeheartedly, like being an adult, like, especially with a kid, like it's fucking difficult to find time to play video games like it's right how to find i can time. imagine yeah so to have a switch that's like a full-fledged console that you can play on the tv or also i can just play in bed for 15 minutes but i'm mm-hmm. playing like zelda games like that's awesome like it's it's almost like reintroduced me to gaming sort of thing mm-hmm. which i yes. very much appreciate go anywhere with it right exactly like i can take it and and yeah, play fifteen minutes, and that's fulfilling. Like I, yeah. I got my gaming time in. Like yeah, so it's that's kind of a, it's a tough question for me, honestly. It's a lifestyle thing, I think, right? Like for you yes, at definitely. this time, it's like yeah, this is convenience, and mm-hmm. it it just makes sense now. And I mean, it's it's brilliant. It's a brilliant system. But mm-hmm. yeah. 
I. What about you? What would you say? I mine is definitely Super Nintendo, full on every game on there. Love them. Yeah, you Big really fan. do love Super Nintendo. Pretty damn good at it too. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I mean true. Mario games, very much. <laughs> yeah, that's well, yeah that's, those are the best. Those are the best games. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a super toss up between GameCube and N sixty four. Realistically, for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, honorable mention, probably Game Boy, if we're counting that. Because I, I played them. a fuckload my of Game, Game Boy. My Game Boy Advance. I had the Game like, Boy Advance, the flip one, and that thing was like oh my, my life. God. How many hours of Pokemon? Do you know what oh, I mean? Man. Alone? How, how many AA batteries did I turn through? Oh, my yeah. God. Holy shit. <laughs> that, I think in, in my youth... Uh, it would have been N sixty four and PS two. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, but That's I think fair. my f- I think my first console was the Sega Genesis. That there was I loved Sega. I got a soft spot for the Sega yeah, yeah. Genesis. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah. a boat racing game that just and Need for Speed. Uh, I think there was a Need for Speed game on the Sega Genesis. Uh, I don't remember. I know it was for the PlayStation, but yeah. I I, do you guys anyway on on Sega? Did you guys ever play uh, Echo the Dolphin? Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Fuck me. Fuck yeah. That game. That game has, was, It's hard as it's, fuck. It's one of the hardest games I've ever played in my entire life. But yes, the soundtrack still, is beautiful. This, yes, it is. <laughs> no, I never. To this day, it's still one of the hardest games I've ever played in my life, for sure. It, without a doubt, I I probably still couldn't beat it. So. Oh my god! Yeah, dolphins be crazy out there. And is that also two shows in a row that dolphins get mentioned? Kind of got a thing. Unreal. Uh, well, real quickly before we move on to the next song uh, in the show, let's go over the scores real quick. Let's. Yeah. Um, I I got I got to say, all in all, I'm impressed. Well with done. everyone here. We got yeah. the entire 15 list, guys, That's... and it was a very close race. Very close. Definitely. Okay. Uh, Shannon did come in third with four guesses. Came in fourth. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sarah got second. If you're not with, first, you're last. Sarah got second with five, okay. and I got first with six. So wow. it's only one point between first, second, and third. So it's always a well tight done. race. Now I, I, you know, that is the third week in the road, third ranker in a row that I am winning. So <laughs> I expect a trophy. Um, well, we'll get you something. But, uh, thanks. Noted. Man. Appreciate. It. <laughs> uh, if you want to stay up to date with anything pull the plug related and why wouldn't you after the fantastic show that we've been having so far That's right. uh, head over to our website p2bpodcast.com we're going to do uh, another one here from Shiny Boy this is Sadie here on PTP Podcast lately you've been sleeping through your life cause your heavy heart keeps you up all night and commitments pile up outside your door So you don't come out anymore Lately you've been singing to yourself And I've only ever heard you sing for someone else You tell me that there's nothing I can do But it hurts me too Ooh, I think I'm going mad Standing right outside, trying easy reeking mind. Oh, I think I'm going mad. But you don't have to be alone. I'm here to let you know. Sadie, I know it's a little bit crazy. You feel just like a stump about to die out. Crying all your light out. Sadie, I promise. 
guess I'll be waiting Cause you're gonna make it through the other side And I'll be there to hold you all your life You might think I'm talking through my ears But I've lived with this myself Years and years and years and there are times when I still feel so empty I can't even cry But that's alright Ooh, you think you're going mad But I'm standing right outside Trying easy, Rick and Minda Oh, you think you're going mad But you're not in this alone to let you know Sadie, I know it's a little bit crazy You feel just like a star about to die out Crying all your light out Sadie, I promise I'll be waiting Cause you're gonna make it through the other side And I'll be there to hold you all your life Gotta stop yourself and catch your breath to keep on singing It'll be just fine I know you know it all but we forget it's quite alright to Not be quite alright Ooh, we're all going mad But I'll always be right here to tell you Sadie, I know it's a little bit crazy just like a star about to die out Crying all your light out Sadie, promise I'll be waiting Cause you're gonna make it through the other side Yeah. Sadie, I know it's a little bit crazy You feel just like a star about to die out Crying all your light out Gonna make it through the other side And I'll be there to hold you Sean Bertram there, that one is called Sadie And we're back here on PTP Podcast What a gem Yes <sighs> Yeah, again, SeanBertramMusic.com If you're enjoying what you're hearing, check them out how could yeah. you not be enjoying it, it's by the so way, good. also? Yeah. yeah. If you're not enjoying it, hey. What's wrong hey, with you? Get your shit together. Yeah. All right? Figure it out. Go to therapy. Figure right. it out. Because yeah. you're a fucking moron. Go to, yeah. go to don't like TikTok it. and you'll end up at Sean again. Yeah. So Yeah, right. he's famous. Figure out your life. You big dumb idiot. Anyway, I love you. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh we're recurring feature sucks to suck ladies and gentlemen sucks to suck it's been a uh it's been a hot minute since we've done a sucks to suck pretty excited for yeah, this yeah, one it's been a bit. sure there's a lot of sucks to suck stories mm-hmm. oh to hear. my god uh three for you this evening for those, those of you new to the show maybe hello sean bertram fans um <laughs> sucks to suck we take a look at a few stories from around the internet where people have uh have done dumb things you know maybe been in the wrong place at the wrong time and uh, we like to showcase them here because it makes us feel better about the decisions and mm-hmm. basically place where we are in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first one comes, of course, out of Florida. Of course um, it does. In the uh, middle of an intense police standoff last weekend, a 28-year-old Boston woman was arrested after driving a golf cart into the crime scene naked. Nice. What? So 
Uh, this happened on Sunday, September 5th at approximately uh, 8.07 p.m. Approximately 8.07 p.m. That's a little too specific to say approximately. Yeah. Uh, deputies responded uh, to the area of Fairway Drive and Harrison Drive in Dunedin after being dispatched to a report of three suspicious male subjects in the neighborhood. And when deputies arrived on the scene to make contact with the male subjects, one of the subjects later identified as 18-year-old Miles Abbott fled from the deputies. At some point, while he was fleeing, Abbott fired his gun and struck himself in the right thigh. So he's a winner. (laughs) Killing it so far. Uh, Deputies from the flight unit located Abbott on the roof and advised he was armed with a gun and was pointing it towards deputies that were located on the ground. And then in strolled the naked lady. Uh, (laughs) Deputy said Jessica Elizabeth Smith, who's 28 years old from Boston, Massachusetts, who had absolutely nothing to do with the intense standoff. She no relation to these people at all. uh, (laughs) Drove naked on a golf cart into the crime scene and toward the house where the gunman was held up, ignoring deputies commands to leave the scene. Now, according to the affidavit, Smith, quote, had a distinct odor of an alcoholic beverage coming from her person. Nice. No shit. And she was completely nude. That's a level of freedom that I hope to experience at one point. In my <laughs> I want to get driving, there. Yeah. Driving a golf cart around buck ass naked. I think that's a special yeah. type of naked. I think I could that get there be... for sure. Yeah, I th- yeah definitely. Uh, deputies were able to uh, reach Smith and arrest her, charging her with resisting an officer uh, without violence. So, again, she had done she, she, it. It's, she's. She's like a naked Sasquatch. She just kind of rolls up. Oh yeah. my God, there she is. And she has nothing to do with the scenario. And I love how she is kind of taking precedent in the story. Yeah, so she's going to get charged for like, like someone shot himself in the <laughs> Someone shot himself no. in the leg. <laughs> and uh, basically, sucks to suck. Uh, this next one, this one comes from CTV News. Uh, little Uzi Vert. You guys know Little Uzi Vert, right? Oh yeah, I got all oh, his yeah. albums. yeah. You've heard of him? Uzi Green. If it's assuming it's a for him. English speakers. <laughs> Little Uzi. <Vert. laughs> no, I like that. Humor there. That's no, good. No, that was good. That, that was, was good. a good one. He <laughs> says he was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing some uh, crowd surfing at a recent music festival. Oh, cool! When someone, this is a sentence. When someone yanked out the jewel embedded in his forehead. Nope, that's awful. You've heard of the, you've heard of this of, of Lil Uzi Vert. He's got that. He's got like a pink diamond that's embedded. Oh in his yeah, head. I've seen the movie. I think right. Like yeah, End no, game? it's not it's, it's not Infinity War. No, it's it's, it's a real man. <laughs> oh, this um, is real. That's funny. This is a real man. Okay, then no. So he he told his uh, he told that's teams insane. TMZ I had a show at Rolling Rolling Lab, which is a festival, and I jumped into the crowd. And they kind of ripped it out. Oh, <laughs> so not to worry, though, as a recording artist said he's feeling good and still has the diamond. Thank God. It's reportedly worth, this pink diamond is reportedly worth $24 million and was surgically implanted in the rapper's face oh. earlier uh, earlier this year. Why? Well, look, lockdown gets the better of us sometimes. And you make bad <laughs> decisions. When I you realize as, right as like the surgeon that you're implanting a diamond that's Worth twenty four million. Right? How much do you charge for that surgery? Because you're going clearly. This person has way too much expendable income. Yeah, there's a photo of it. He looks like Vision. 
He looks he like does. Vision. He, look he like really vision. looks like Vision. Uh, he, back in January, he he tweeted about buying uh, the pink diamond, and uh, he tweeted, "I've been paying for a natural pink diamond from Elliot for years now. This one stone costs so much. I've been paying for it since 2017. That was the first time I saw a real natural pink diamond. A lot of M's in my face. A lot of millions, maybe. Is that what that?" Oh, yep, that would make sense. This uh, looks so terrible. That's, I mean, it looks like it hurts. Oh. So, is that a diamond <gasps> embedded in his forehead? Crazy enough, and then has somebody r- r- fucking rip it out of his face. Oh, nah, that's no, just can't. the worst. I can't. Uh-uh. One would say that it sucks. Is sick. I don't know. He's kind of fucking asking for it. Kind of a little bit. Kind I of think maybe he it. he's the person that. that oh sucks. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, sucks. Yeah, yeah. He sucks to suck. Yeah. And finally, from the New York Post, uh, this is a little fucked up. Um, a Georgia man. It's okay because the Sean Bertram fans are gone at this point, right? Because yes, they are. They have to. Be. But okay. there's still more songs. Oh, keep listening. A Georgia man allegedly swiped a mortuary van while flee while fleeing from the cops. Uh, and a corpse rolled out of the back. Oh, oh. God, I hate that. I hate that. That's bad. That Prompting bad. That's, that's bad. Prompting bad a police hunt to find him. A uh, cadaver strapped to a gurney went sailing out of the unmatched. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking read it. Oh, oh that's, that's so first. It needs to be said. That is an awful thing. <laughs> yeah, for the family that is to go terrible. I, obviously. Yeah. That's, that's a horrendous not. thing to experience. But the cadaver strapped to a gurney went sailing out of the unhashed back of the vehicle and into a crematory parking lot uh, in Conyers last on Wednesday night when Kijon Griffin, who's 23 years old, allegedly hit the gas. Uh, Stan Henderson, who owns the van, and Stan Henderson and Sons Mortuary told Fox 5 Atlanta, it's ridiculous that the dead can't even rest. Uh, Griffin, who was wanted for multiple car break-ins, allegedly struck several vehicles in the uh, death mobile as police <laughs> sped after him down Interstate 20. Uh, but the chase ended when Griffin blew a tire on the van and took off on foot. He allegedly ran into a wooded area and escaped police, including officers using dogs to track him. Uh, he was still at large last Thursday, according to cops who are offering a cash award for information leading to his arrest. And he faces charges, including uh, entering an automobile, motor vehicle theft, and attempting to elude police. Nothing to do with slinging a corpse across yeah, the highway. Yeah, where is though. that charge? Also, nobody ever gets away on foot. How is he still at large? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. No, it doesn't make sense. Sex is suck. Uh, I can't get the vision. I don't even know what I to say to that. I can't get the vision of a car turning around a corner. Fling! <laughs> just flies out. Like what? Feel bad. So bad. Who steals? Like oh my god! Even in my worst hour, I wouldn't even think about doing that. <laughs> oh well, that was a thing and that Tough. in uh that sucks to suck ladies and gentlemen um if you have a personal sucks to suck story we'd love to hear from you yeah you know, we're, we're waiting on some good personal ones yeah things that have happened to you that's just like you know what i fucked up or you know dad fucked up <laughs> yeah dad fucked up yeah dad, sure. dad fucked up uh send them our way we've got a, a contact form on the website you know also if you're a musician want to have your music played on the show you can also reach us that way that website shannon p2bpodcast.com we got one more song oh no this evening and uh man's a legend yeah already first appearance on the show he's already a legend very I, very excited. I think we should we should claim a bit of his TikTok fame. 
because because we interviewed okay. him way after the fact. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's only going to skyrocket from here. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can only you think go TikTok up? was big. He's, yeah. he's yeah. appeared on Pull the Plug now. That's, that's right. right. He's a, he's a, he's a big over. shot now. That's right. As we head into this next song, just remember how amazing uh, all the tracks have been tonight. And uh, the the album release this Friday, September 17th. Get it all at SeanBertramMusic.com. This next one here is a Santa Barbara Pier on PTP Podcast. I went down to Santa Barbara Pier With a broken heart from searching everywhere so imagine my surprise to find her there Singing summer hymns in the winter air She took off my clothes and reeled me in To taste the sugar on her tongue and the salts on her skin And all this time I'm wondering where she could have been Yeah, When I tried to ask her she was gone again It's like I'm dreaming in colors I never knew existed And the minute she leaves me I'm wide awake So now I'm begging for options to knock myself unconscious Cause I can't sleep when she's away Yeah, She's got me on the lookout every day on the first day of spring and she's a drop of rain and as much as I would love to lose this waiting game you know I'd wait for forever for whenever she decides to stay yeah. it's like I'm dreaming in colors I never knew existed and the minute she leaves me I'm wide awake so now I'm begging for options to knock myself unconscious Cause I can't sleep when she's away She knows that I love her Yeah, she knows that I care I just wanna know she feels the same when I'm not there If only we talked about it I wouldn't be so scared If only I could find her Find her. <laughs> it's like I'm dreaming in colors I never knew existed and the she leaves me, I'm wide awake So now I'm begging for options To knock myself unconscious Cause I can't sleep when she's away Cause I can't sleep when she's away Santa Barbara Pier, that's Sean Birchstrom here on PTP Podcast. 
And uh, yeah, big thanks again to Sean for coming on the show tonight. That uh, just unbelievable to be able to get musicians back on the show. That I oh, mean, so good. this online thing is finally working out for us, guys. <laughs> We've figured it out near near what we hope is the end of this pandemic. <laughs> oh my god, I know it's the never-ending pandemic. Seriously. Again, the new uh, self-titled album uh, can be found this Friday. It's coming out like the day like that today. you're like getting this podcast in your ear holes. The music is out. SeanBertramMusic.com. Uh, and if you're listening to this, uh, you know, later in your life, down the road, um, head back. It was released <laughs> Friday, <laughs> September 17th, 2021. Uh, and you're missing the boat, my friends. Get on it. SeanBertramMusic.com. And uh, really excited. Hopefully he's going to have some live shows coming up. That mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. Get out. Follow along. Follow his socials. Get on that TikTok Find uh, that muffin song. Find the muffin song. I deepen in the muff. So yeah, thank you uh, again to Sean and uh, to all of you who have joined us for the first time uh, because of Sean. But we're really yeah. excited to have you here. We're also sorry. Uh, yeah, we're all, yeah, we, we also we apologize, apologize for everything that we are. Uh, we promise dolphins are not mentioned every show. No. <laughs> could be a little bit of an easter egg now going forward that's right oh, into that um also a big thank you to michael angry hawkins for yes. joining us yes. again uh two two shows in a row which is unbelievable mm-hmm. um you cannot find him on socials because he does not exist in the real world he doesn't he's, want to be found he's, no. he's like angry. jason Bourne. he, he is, is angry Bourne. and he should be avoided at Andrew all costs so uh so stay angry. tuned <laughs> Stay tuned to pull the plug in coming weeks. Who knows? He may be back. Or not. We don't know. Not. We have Nobody. no idea. He just appears out of the darkness. It's amazing That's and terrifying. Right. Right. Uh, if you want to support this nonsense, why the hell wouldn't you? This has been an amazing show. You want to keep it going? Obviously, you do. Head on over to patreon.com slash P2P podcast for as little as one dollar do a month. That's Australian, New Zealand. I can't remember. I, yeah. Probably all the oh. same. Come at me. Um, you can support this 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 absolute gong show. Um, thank you so much to Phil Marks and Connor Graham for your continued support. We, we, uh, we, we joke around, but we really, really appreciate it. It's truly amazing that anybody yeah. would give us anything for this fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, I mean, can, no, seriously, I mean, seriously, we're, we're pretty, um, consistently here. That's, <laughs> <laughs> we show up. That's why you pay an employee when they show up. <laughs> That's good. That's a good barometer to have. That's right. Uh, yeah. but if you want to, if you want to be a legend like those two, right. um, once again, uh, patreon.com slash P2P podcast. Um, and if you can't do it that way, hey, we get it. Times are tough. Mm-hmm. Um, share the show with a friend. Rate and review the show on iTunes. It's amazing how much that helps. Uh, give us a five-star rating or one star, whatever. It'd still be funny. But five stars would be a preferred. Five, five stars preferred. Do the five-star and then write a horrible review. <laughs> <laughs> like that just lambast. Even if you don't believe it. Just do it, do it anyway, because yeah. I would really appreciate that. <laughs> um, and if you're a musician or artist out there and want to be featured on the show, you want to come on the show like Sean Bertram did this episode, um, hit us up through our contact form over at the website. P2Ppodcast.com. Is that it? Are we done? I think we're done. Yes. So, Guys, I love you all. I just wanted to say it. I love you uh, all. I love you all, too. Yeah. Wow. And I love you all out there. Thank you yes. so much for listening. Peace, love, and butt stuff. Um. I just want to say a, a quick rest in peace for Norm Macdonald today. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a fucking bummer. That is sad, man. Hate that. So, yeah. Yeah. Just a burden. Yeah. Yeah.
Bye. Follow that, Sarah. <laughs> Rest in peace, Turd Ferguson. That's right. <laughs> it's funny. It's big funny. hat. It's a big hat. It's funny. <laughs> Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye.